Coming to you from Silver Spring, Maryland, welcome to Inverse, a Bible-based conversation on life principles, contemporary issues, and thought-provoking perspectives. Now here's your host, Justin Kim, with Inverse. Hello everyone, my name is Justin Kim, and you're on Inverse. I want to say hello to each one of you who are listening on the podcasts or are watching through social media videos. We want to say thank you for your support all through the years and through the past, and we want to ask that you continue to support us with your comments and through your suggestions and your shout-outs to each one of us. We, we appreciate when you call each one of us out and say <laughs> hello. We appreciate Jonathan's you know, nose and Kelly's ears and, and Siku's scarves, so, and, <laughs> or whatever you may appreciate on. Uh, we are talking about the three cosmic messages, three <laughs> cosmic messages. If you've been following along with us, we are in Revelation 14, looking at the three angels' messages. If you haven't been following us, you can, you can go to inversebible.org and download the Bible study guides there and look at under three cosmic messages. We can also get the app. If you look, search for Sabbath School on your Apple and your Android platforms, and you'll see the blue icon app there uh, created by Adventech. Uh, we are in episode 10, and I want to acknowledge uh, Callie Jonathan and Siku here. I want to thank you for coming into the studio. And we acknowledge and, you. And, uh, <laughs> uh, thank you for acknowledging me and my nose and my scarfless neck. And we're going to go to <laughs> Revelation 16. Man, I'm feeling kind of kind of quirky today. Uh, <laughs> Revelation 16, verse 13 and 14. But before, as we always do on the show, before we read scripture, we want to pray uh, for the Lord's blessing. So Siku, can you pray for us? Yes, let's pray. Dear Lord, we ask that you would guide our thinking now. We ask that you would um, lead us into all truth and that as we study your word, um, you would fortify us against any deceptions that the devil might try to bring, mm. which ultimately draw us away from a true picture Amen. of who you are. And so we pray these things in your name. Amen. 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 We are, are in uh, Revelation 16, verse 13 and 14. Mm -hmm. And Callie. Hey. 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 Can you read that for us? <laughs> I sure can. Cool. Verse 13 says, And I saw three unclean spirits like frogs coming out of the mouth of the dragon, out of the mouth of the beast, and out of the mouth of the false prophet. For they are spirits of demons, performing signs, which go out to the kings of the earth and of the whole world to gather them to the battle of that great day of God Almighty. Okay, and then go to chapter 18, mm -hmm. verses 2 and 3, and we'll read that at later again in a different episode, but um, it's just good. Verse 2 and 3, Kelly. Okay. And he cried mightily with a loud voice, saying, Babylon the great is fallen, is fallen, and has become a dwelling place of demons, a prison for every foul spirit, and a cage for every unclean and hated bird. For all the nations have drunk of the wine of the wrath of her fornication. The kings of the earth have committed fornication with her, and the merchants of the earth have become rich through the abundance of her luxury. Yeah, Jonathan, so we've covered a lot in the three angels' messages. Mm. I think we covered the first and second. Uh, we've gone through the meta-narrative, um, and we haven't gotten to the third angels' message yet, and we will in the next episodes. Um, but what um, did we cover about um, the second angel's message and about Babylon? Can you just kind of bring us up to date and sure. sync everyone <clears> on the same page? Yeah. So Babylon is introduced to us in the book of Revelation as this entity that uh, is, a, is, a, is a religious entity mm -hmm. that has deviated from the truth. It has mixed truth mm -hmm. with error or just plain error mm -hmm. and is uh, together with the, with 
worldly power, governments, nations, has an enormous influence around the world to um, really to lead people astray. Mm -hmm. uh, and this system is very active in the last days uh, in the context of the three angels' messages. Mm -hmm. um, Babylon, of course, is you know it's, it's a sim symbolic way of saying this is a, a system of confusion, mm -hmm. and it is really the um, one of the main um, <clears throat> entities that the devil works through in his last days mm -hmm. to bring people to take people away from God. Mm -hmm. um, but it's of course um, based in the you know the, the narrative of the Old Testament of the Tower of Babel, where there was confusion, there was rebellion against God, and then of course the, the Babylonian Empire, where you had uh, also the mixture of religion mm -hmm. and state government uh, mandating, uh, you know, laws of worship. Uh, so all these, all these uh, kind of um, uh, principles are found in this end-time entity mm -hmm. that the Book of Revelation describes to us. And God is pretty strong in his language towards that entity because this entity is doing this in the name of Christianity. Mm -hmm. And so uh, God is saying, well, this, there will be judgment and Babylon is fallen in, in multiple ways, if you want to look at it that way. And he's telling his people who are to, under, under the name of Christ, hey, watch out for this. Yes. It's coming down the pipeline. Yep. I, I guess uh, if I can just reframe the, the discussion, like if you were, <coughs> maybe this is not an if, good if, but if you were the arch enemy of God, <laughs> if you were Satan, Lucifer, if you were the devil, and you were like, man, I'm going to go against him. And then of all the deceptions you would choose, mm. um, wouldn't it be like, oh, God is bad and or like, like humans kill each other or like, you know, make make immorality moral and morality immorality. Like you just like you think of I, I, maybe not you, maybe me, me. I would think of like these like crazy things to try to convince the world of, you know, mm. but we find that there are two specific um, attacks that Satan makes and it's kind of. You gotta, you gotta ask yourself, like, why these two of all the things to be confused on, and then to see where it is in society. You know, mm -hmm. I guess is is kind of the angle that I'll, just to just to look at it from a different angle. Uh, any comments on 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 that, Kelly? Well, going you're back, sparkling to your sparkling eyes, meaning you have something to say. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was back in the first episode, maybe, where we talked about that there was a war in heaven. Yes. And that the what started all that was that. The devil is a deceiver. Mm -hmm. He deceives the whole world. And so the foundation of the war, the whole issue is sin, yes, but it's like sin also comes from, it comes from lies. Mm -hmm. And the deceptions, while you're asking that question, I haven't really thought about it before, so that's a very good question. Mm. So good on you for that. Mm. And so <laughs> when I was thinking though, does that make you yeah, it does mm. make you think about it. But I've been thinking about the two deceptions that we're going to get into, and both of them are very good avenues to introduce a lot more lies mm -hmm. and more deceptions. Mm -hmm. So they're just, it's not like, it's not a lie that's like, believe this one and full stop. They're very good funnels, if you will, mm -hmm. for more and more bases of more deception and to just have an entire worldview. It's a gateway. Yeah, a good mm -hmm. gateway. That's a gateway. So it's not yeah. the actual deception itself, but uh, what comes along with that, yeah. that is dangerous. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Okay. It's like a okay. very good paradigm shifting lie. Yes, mm -hmm. yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Siku's giving the hmm. Yeah. Um, so what are those two? I mean, there's 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 many. Uh, mm -hmm. and the reality there is many, but there's two main thrusts, especially in the last days that uh, that are mentioned. Uh, let's go to 16, verse 13 and 14. Let me let me read it a little bit slower. Mm -hmm. uh, Revelation 16:13. It says, "I saw three unclean spirits, like frogs, come out of the mouth of the dragon, the, uh, the mouth of the beast, and the mouth of." of the prophet. They are spirits of demons performing signs and they go to the whole world there. Um, why, why frogs? 
and my understanding is that in these, these are all images that are taken from the Old Testament, mm -hmm. and we see that frogs are found in the ten plagues, mm -hmm. and this was the last plague that the magi music musicians, Man. the magicians, <laughs> not the musicians, the magic <laughs> magicians uh, could reproduce mm -hmm. and copy and mimic. Mm. And in a sense, this is, in, a, in the same sense, I should say, it, this is Satan's last deception before his eventual uh, demise. Mm -hmm. And he's, he's going to reproduce something, uh, something similar to the real thing and not the actual thing. And I think that's where the deception is. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If he were to say, oh, this is, what is good is actually bad and what is bad is actually good, there is some sense in humanity where we're like, well, not, not like really. Too stark of a that's contrast. too stark, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But Satan in his deception is like, he doesn't need to have it to be from 100 to zero. He just needs to go to 100 to a 99. And that 99 still is a mm -hmm. deceptive form than, than the 100, which in a sense that's, that's much more dangerous, much more, it's, I don't know why we always give him credit there, uh, but he's, hey, that's, that's a smart tactic, but we have a Lord who is much more uh, victorious than that. Mm -hmm. um, what are these two, two, two main thrusts uh, that go to the whole world and deceiving yeah. like frogs? So one of them is the idea that the soul is immortal, mm. so that we are, you know, we have this floaty thing inside mm -hmm. of us that floats separately mm -hmm. from our bodies. <laughs> um, it's connected also to other erroneous teachings, so like, you know, eternally burning hell and God towards you forever, things like mm -hmm. that. Um, and so kind of going along with, is it okay if I go along with my thought? Yeah, do, do your thing, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So going along with my thought earlier about how that opens up more deceptions is, so that's, that's not a thing, um, immortality of the soul, not true. But if the devil can convince you of that, then he can impersonate somebody that you love mm -hmm. that has passed away um, as a demon, right? And can come back and talk to you and, and tell you more things mm -hmm. and be like, oh, it's, it's say somebody that you loved, uh, an ancestor of yours, your grandmother, right? And come and appear to you and tell you things. It's like, wow, so this person who I love that I believe, like it's just an avenue again to introduce more things mm -hmm. into your life. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's one of them. Though. In a sense, it's given another source of authority in the individuals. Yeah, because you're like, but so my grandmother knows me. God, but then you also have all these like lovely dead people yeah. that, that oh, in a sense, because they've been in, in the afterlife or yeah. whether it's in a Christian sense or in a non-Christian sense, mm -hmm. that you start listening to them or- Because honor your father and your mother, you know, honor you know, your ancestors. You, you, mm -hmm. It comes down to who do you trust and the people you trust, you believe them. And so who better to trust than a beloved person that mm -hmm. has passed away and now is appearing to you in some form, mm -hmm. uh, spiritualism. And this is something that has been around forever, uh, but seems to be going to be more intensified in the last days. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And this doctrine, this understanding, or this belief that we have an immortal soul really is, is strong in most of Christianity, mm -hmm. uh, but even beyond. Uh, this idea that is an internal part of us that continues on it comes, this lie of Satan is the indirect violation of what God is saying, that if you sin, the, the, the wages of sin is death, it's over. Not coming back later. Right, <laughs> and, and, uh, and so um, he's basically saying, hey, you know, sin is not that bad. You're gonna be mm -hmm. fine, you're gonna be like God. You know, the, all these things from the Garden of Eden that we see there in principle, but then it's <clears throat> um, in these last days, he's gonna utilize this to deceive very many people. And I think it's interesting when you look at culture, uh, and pop culture even, this, the, the idea of the eternal soul or, or, or some kind of existence af beyond death or some, some similar, similar, exist, like similar ideas 
are floating around in a lot of things now, like whether it's yeah. the music or movie industry, books, uh, and then just in general, spiritualism, mm -hmm. yeah. um, occultism, uh, you know, connecting with supernatural. Well, let's things. get into all yeah. those things, and we can, sure. we can have some fun and, and, and identify these things of culture and, 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 and sure. saying how holier we are than. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not saying we're saying that, yeah. but uh, we, I know we're saying this in passing. Yeah. Uh, and but we're if uh, we don't have, we're not really getting into the scripture on that, but we do have a whole quarter on state of the dead. Mm -hmm. uh, you can go to hopetv.org/inverse and you can look at state of the dead, and there's just a whole da -da 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 of every problematic texts or, or whatnot, and, and we get into all that. So we're just not, we're not pontificating off of our opinion here. Yeah, yeah. But as Jonathan, you're saying, it is pervasive in culture. Mm -hmm. uh, let's, 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 let's talk about that, but also sure. our interaction while living in this culture. How mm -hmm. do we navigate through some of those skills? Mm -hmm. um, awesome. Kelly and then, and then, and then Siku, and you don't have to answer my question because you. Great, appreciate that. Because you know <laughs> what you don't anyway. <laughs> no, <that's what> <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we have that understanding. No, 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 no I got it, I got it, I got it. Well, one thing too, I think about even in talking about the end times a bit, yeah. is I'm thinking how even people who don't know the end times are coming in the way that you know we're talking about here is the world is getting worse. People pay attention to that and how much they will long for comfort mm. and advice yeah. and counsel. Yeah. And that's what happens what we've been talking about in the movies and the shows like man I just really wish I could talk to that person one last time yeah. and then they appear yeah. wouldn't that be cool if it happened in real life yeah so like when Simba looks out to the sky I mean it does like, happen oh man I just wish my dad were here and then Mufasa pops out of nowhere like exactly. well you're here? my son and you just have to follow your heart and like oh <laughs> I didn't know that and then and, and, and it solves the problem yeah, yeah. exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so I've but even in a real sense I have had conversations with people like this where I was giving them Bible studies <laughs> good I think he's got to have conversations <laughs> with people from the dead no, not that. Okay. Um, I've had conversations with people who've had said they've had conversations with people with the dead. From that yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I was giving Bible studies with someone, and she had lost her dad recently. Okay. And she was talking about how lost she was with trying to figure out some things in her life, and she mm. was really distraught. And so I was, you know, and we hadn't studied study of the dead yet. It was very early mm. on, and just you know praying with her. But the next week I saw her, and she was really happy. And I was mm. like, oh, like how are you doing? She's like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm doing a lot better. Had a really good conversation with my dad, and I was like, maybe I misheard you. What? <laughs> Conversation with her dad. Yeah, and I was like, what do you mean? She's like, oh, well, and she just kind of talked about how she, he came back to her and he, she just, he just really comforted her and let, let her know that he was doing okay mm -hmm. and gave her some advice on the situation. And I was like, all right. So it's like, that, that's, that's a real, it's like, how am I supposed to be like, well, that's not your dad. So all that comfort you're feeling, that's not real. Like, that's like, <laughs> like that's a From difficult. the devil. Yeah. That, that, that's difficult. You say that, yeah. But so there's an assumption that when you when you when you <laughs> encounter the voices from the dead, you automatically assume that they're in heaven, right? Mm -hmm. Or they're in yeah. a good place. Mm -hmm. um, and then also that's a that's a disbelief uh, uh, deception too that there is an eternal burning hell. Mm -hmm. No one thinks that their their dad or their whoever it may be is is in hell and right. communicating from there, right? Yeah. Right. Um, but it's the comfort that we're seeking, mm -hmm. and I think that's really key. We don't want to downplay their need for, for comfort 100%. because right. we all have people that we've lost. Yeah. But where is the biblical source of comfort? And if I can just kind of interject here and then totally. provide one, there Please is First, First Thessalonians chapter four, verse 13. 
1 Thessalonians 4.13 is, I mean, is talking about specifically about comfort. But I don't want you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning those who have fallen asleep, lest you sorrow as others who have no hope. If we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so God will bring them with him those who are asleep in Jesus. Mm -hmm. For this we say to you by the word of the Lord, that we who are alive and remain until the coming of the Lord will by no means precede those who are, who are asleep. The Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel, with the mm -hmm. trumpet of God. All the dead in Christ will rise first, and we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and thus we shall always be with the Lord. In verse 18, therefore comfort one yes. another with these words. I just wanted these to words. bring that back to, <laughs> yeah, with these words. <laughs> yeah, these, these words. ones. Yeah. You know, that's an interesting thought you just had, uh, Justin, <clears throat> when you were saying that, um, no, I'm trying to remember what you said, but anyways. The, <laughs> that was the, great. Yeah, great thought. Uh, Mufasa. <laughs> no, no, it was after that. It doesn't matter. What, okay. what I'm trying to say is this. Um, <laughs> one of the things that if you experience something like this, you yes. know, I mean, it's not that this is, um, happens to a lot of people right now, but yes. it will more and more in the end times. Oh, the comfort factor. Um, yeah, the, so you have the comfort factor, like, oh, he's in heaven, you know. That's what you, you were saying that, oh, yes. no one assumes that they're in hell or, yeah. you know, somewhere else. But one of the reasons Satan, you know, he has many reasons, but one of the reasons he does this stuff is because that way he can make you think you're okay. You're going to be fine. If so-and-so is in heaven, then yeah. you don't have You'll to worry. Fine. And yeah. you don't really have to worry about all the stuff that the Bible says or, mm -hmm. you know, he, Satan is not even trying to get people necessarily out of the church. We see that Babylon has fallen. These yeah. are people who are in the church. Uh, but uh, he, he just wants you to feel comfortable yeah. right here, right now, without having to, you know, deal with anything in your life, without yeah. having to surrender to, you know, that thing that you're holding on to. Sin is not really that big of a deal. <laughs> kind of what he did with Adam and Eve, right? Right. Yeah. So, uh, and if you have someone who's up there, you know, that you know, like, oh yeah, my dad is up there, or my grandma, and you know, she was a good person, I'm a good person. It makes you lax. Self-sufficient. Self-sufficient, and it's, it's, it's really a horrible way to manipulate people. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's great manipulation, and that's why it's so important, that's why it's so important to Jesus that we, that we don't get manipulated. He wants to save us and that's why he gave us this that laxity is totally there for those who who believe that that belief is is kind of a hope in general yeah. maybe they mix it with a what they call it faith mm -hmm. but there's also the flip side of those people who think their their beloveds are are, are eternally burning yes. Yeah. Sure. And so they, they get into how could a good and just God cause mm -hmm. eternal damnation for someone who's lived, let's say, at the longest, 98 years, mm -hmm. and they were a really bad person for 98 years. Now, why would God allow God allow them to burn for eternity? Right. That's also another source of why Bound God question. would you mm -hmm. do that? There's, a, mm -hmm. there's an incongruent with His justice and, and the grace of God there. So it's funny that <clears throat> we often judge people's salvation at their funeral, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right? We yeah. see them. And this person was generally good. Oh, they're in heaven for sure. They're in heaven. I, I am judge. I am judge. This person was a very <laughs> bad person. They're, they, they better be burning in hell right now. Mm -hmm. You know, we may feel guilty of saying it, but we make that judgment call, and that's not mm -hmm. for us to make. No. That's no, really in the, in the Lord's hands. See, plus, plus, they are not in hell or in heaven. They're, they're, yeah. Yes, yeah, it's, yes. They're sleeping. That's right. That's right. I say that the deceptions, uh, the deceptions of the devil are especially deceptive because he speaks to a part of who we are that mm. is looking for an answer. Yes. Right? yes. Um, so whether it's at a personal level of you know, um, I want to live however I live and not have to be accountable for it. The, it's it's interesting how this one deception hits so many parts of 
our existential you yes. know experience yes. just in this one thing in our, our relationships our personal accountability I mean it just it's so broad and that's what makes it extra deceptive mm -hmm. so I want to ask and I get that the, 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 there's the emotional thing but there is also and an intent entertainment factor uh, that whatever we watch out there and and, and we, we we've talked about cultural expressions in the movies and music and whatnot uh, from from Star Wars uh, of like you know ascending to the next level of the blue blue the blue do oh, you know I don't want to talk about it. No. but anyway there's there's all the from the zombies to like there's if you, if you actually sit down and parse out the mm -hmm. world view mm -hmm. in each of from Marvel superhero to sci-fi even to you know the romantic and then the, the the boyfriend comes back or the girlfriend comes back or whatever like all these things it's part of entertainment it's it's, it's not like evil and 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 like immoral, some of them is immoral, but not, I mean, it's not like, like, you know, super wicked stuff. And we, we're in that, right? Mm -hmm. So give us, give us navigation skills, right? Do we just avoid that 100%? Do we just say, that doesn't matter, that's entertainment, so we just plunge in there? Or do we like, I don't know, because that's too hard of a question, so I'm just going to stay silent until, I, until Siku says something. I, I mean, I have something to say that, okay. that actually, like, it's it's connected to what you were saying, but okay. it's from a prior part of a previous part of the conversation when Kelly was talking about studying with her friend. Okay, right. Um, we've had this conversation quite a bit in my family with a lot of family members passing away before before any external evidence of surrendering their lives to Christ. And what do you do with that? You know, it's th that struggle. Mm. And um, one of the things that became apparent to me as we've had these conversations is. The knowledge of what truths are in the Bible are for people now, mm -hmm. you know. Um, in trying to navigate the crisis when it comes, I've found that a lot of my family don't have the tools mm. because they didn't know beforehand. And in that moment, that might not be the moment to be like, well, actually, you were talking with a demon, you know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like all right. Yeah. Thank you for that. <laughs> yeah, um, so I think sometimes we, we, we may feel like all oh, these truths, you know, kind of like, what's the point? Like, we should just preach Jesus, preach Jesus, preach Jesus. And we miss the fact that all of this is about Jesus, mm. you know, because if if they had that knowledge ahead of time, then in this, when the situation comes, it's a different conversation, mm -hmm. you know? And th that one experience, that one experience with the supernatural, that it lays a foundation for the potential of another experience, another supernatural experience, and all of it leads you further and further away from scripture. Mm -hmm. um, so I guess pre, pre to our engagement with, with you know, uh, media and what we see on the screen and and what we hear in popular culture um, w when we have a knowledge of what truth is it behooves us to share it with people because it is a matter of life and death mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. um, so your question was about how much nonsense should we consume yeah okay just make yeah. sure I got that okay yeah how do we, yeah it's a good question we well to be honest it's gonna be a very very uh, very wide spectrum based on who's watching this right now. But mm -hmm. I'll share my personal opinion. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so for me, I think a large part of it comes down to the age of the person watching it mm -hmm. um, or consuming it because there is a difference in like when I was seven versus now I'm 29, right? So like there's so much I can understand that like this isn't real, this is, this is real. I can critically think and partition things in my brain. Um, and there are other things that 
are not real, that I'm like, they affect me. And I'm like, I can feel this affecting my worldview. I can make this, I can feel this affecting me in a way. So for example, like I cannot for the life of me watch like Hallmark movies. That, that romantic stuff is nonsense. And it makes me like. It impacts you. Oh man, it impacts me. It makes it me angry. It impacts your worldview. Yeah, it makes I me. I did not expect you to see <laughs> Hallmark movies. Hallmark movies. And yeah, like I know, David, right? You're like David, you're not. Yeah, no, seriously, it makes me like <laughs> mad at David that he's not perfect. It's ridiculous, and I'm like, this is dumb. So what spiritualism is in Hallmark? <laughs> yeah, uh, like the, angels. No, no, no. no. Like boyfriends come back. I'm talking alive? about like well, the unrealistic or expectations from relationships. Oh, that kind of stuff. Okay. I'm just talking about like nonsense in general. Okay. That's why I'm, I'm zooming okay. out a little general bit. Okay. Nonsense. So, and general nonsense. Okay. Consuming it. So my point is like for me, like other people are like, but I know this is dumb. Like I'm just trying to relax. So we all have different things like that. Yeah. yeah. Versus I can watch something that has maybe somebody who is speaking to somebody in heaven and I'm like, that's not real. Well, I think that <laughs> to maybe it can extrapolate some principles out of your yeah. and apply it to is that we do know if, if there are things that we know that are not good for us, mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. we have to have the spiritual maturity to say, look, this may be good and this is, you know, PG-13, this may be good for society, but this may not be good for me. Exactly. Yeah. And this is, and you create demarcation lines for yourself. Yeah. I think also for me, as another person I can add to, another log to the totally. fire is, and it's a stupid, but I think, you know, with a constant bombardment of deception, it's easy to get um, desensitized, yes. eventually yes. just naturally absorbing on a subconscious level. Mm -hmm. So without me seeking it, if should I see like a zombie or like, you know, or the wife is coming back to death, mm -hmm. I was just like, no, I just, I actually say it out loud. That's oh, me not too. true. That's not true. I do that too. And I just keep on watching. I mean, it's, <laughs> it, it, I'm not going to be like, I boycott this movie and, I, and, 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 and you can't, in, in our entertainment saturated world, mm -hmm. these are just basic survival skills, not to yeah. seek it out, but should you be in that context? We're like, mm -hmm. no, that's not true. That, that, that's, that. Could be the demon. <laughs> could be the <laughs> that's demon. The that's demon. the prettiest demon I've seen, but that's, that was, <laughs> I do that too. I mean, yeah. these are just natural individual survival yeah. skills in the world of, 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 of yeah. and, uh, visual or, entertainment. And, and we, I think we have to also, because uh, it's really hard to go through this world without being confronted with these things in media and, and that's all right. around us. Mm -hmm. But that, just because you're confronted with something, it doesn't mean that you're suddenly you're possessed, okay? Mm -hmm. uh, there's this idea out there that, oh, you, if you just see it, you're, you're, you know, you're in the realm of Satan right now. Yes. Um, where do we not believe in, in a God who is strong and powerful and who, who is with us? If we're walking with Jesus, he will give us the, the insight and the discernment. Uh, that doesn't mean we have to seek out you know, the, the, the magical ground, so to say, but uh, the nonsense. But we can, we can know that we don't have to be afraid even to confront, to be confronted with the demon. If we're with Jesus, the demons flee from Jesus. Yes. Um, and so, for those who are, might be, you know, afraid of, or, oh, if I see this, am I not possessed? Am I under the influence of Satan? Jesus is by your side. If you're walking with Christ, He's by your side. Yes. And uh, He will give you the direction. And I think you. that is key because that will often determine what avenues of entertainment we choose yeah, exactly. to begin with and end that relationship. With only uh, a minute left on the clock, uh, we did mention there were going to be two deceptions and we don't have time, <laughs> but we did have spent uh, two other episodes in, yes. in this arc talking about this. But the, another great deception that we find in the last days is Sunday worship as opposed to Saturday worship, the changing of the Sabbath. And uh, we see in Ezekiel chapter 8, verse 16, we don't have to go there, but we have, there, there is an element of sun worship involved. And these are not just because you go to church on Sunday is not what we're talking about, but there is this deception that's out there and that the, this, the scripture points to another 
reality, another truth uh, that, that goes against that. We want, uh, we are praying for sobriety, and I dare say that the four of us, we are not the clearinghouse, and we are not free from all the entanglements of deception, but with scripture, uh, the Bible gives us some clarity and some sight in through this entertainment uh, tangled world that we're in. So that's our prayer to give us navigation skills, O Lord, and help us not to be deceived by the demons and the devil. And hopefully that's your prayer out there. We are continuing our study in the three angels' messages, the last day messages before Jesus comes again. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week here on Inverse. You've been listening to Inverse, a Bible-based conversation with Callie Williams, Israel Ramos, Jonathan Walter, Sebastian Braxton, Siku Dako, and your host, Justin Kim. Inverse is brought to you by the Hope Channel, television that changes lives. For this and more inspiring episodes, visit inverse.hopetv.org. Find us on social media, hashtag Inverse Bible. Until next time, this is inverse.